Hello and welcome to Podcast Sans End. My name is Matt and this is the show where I want to start a clothing company but don't know how. So I call people who do today on the phone. We've got Noah, co-founder of Mad Happy with experience in fashion as a designer and a stylist. Noah's got uh, so much wisdom and I am so excited to share it with you. So let's jump right into it. Episode 15, let's do it. Hey, Matt. Hey, Noah. How's it going, man? Going well. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for joining me on Podcast Sans End. Hey, thanks for having me, Matt. So I'm obviously interested in your brand, Mad Happy, but before we jump into that, I want to talk about your journey up to this point. Uh, what like originally got you into fashion and clothing and fashion? Yeah. Sure. So, um, in high school, I wasn't a very good student. Um, I was always a little bit creative, I think, due to, you know, my parents' uh, background. My dad, for reference, is an architect, and my mother is an interior designer. Right on. I think organic, organically, I had, um, you know, this design element in my blood and in my family. And um, I was approached by one of my brother's good friends to start a clothing line. Um, he knew I, I was just into fashion, as, as I always just dressed a little sharper, yeah. I always cared about, you know, kind of what I was wearing in my appearance. Um, and I, it was fairly organic for me. And the way that the line started was he just, you know, sent me a text message and he said, Hey, I, you know, I would love to meet you. We met up and he said, we should start a clothing line together. And it was very organic and very simple like that. And, yeah. you know, I said, why not? I had nothing else going for me at the time in high school. And I, w- I was willing to take a chance with him. Um, and it was, it was, a, it was as simple as that for me. Right on. How did that initial project endeavor go? So it was interesting. So we obviously, just like yourself, we, we knew, um, we knew nothing about the clothing industry. <laughs> yeah. It was something we had studied. Um, but we just knew that we had a passion for clothing. Um, so over the next two years when I was 17, uh, for reference, I'm 22 right now. Right on. So from 17 to 19, we went to downtown Los Angeles every day. And we just, we, we, we said, Hey, we want to make a t-shirt. We want to make a long sleeve and we want to make a sweater. So we went and for months, it, 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 took, it ended up taking three or four months to, you know, put together those three pieces. But after putting together those three pieces, we learned everything about fabric, textiles, minimums, factories, you know, um, how much we should be paying for samples, right. how much we should be wholesaling these goods. So at the end of the two years, we put together this, this line called uh, Us by Mason and Noah prior to Matt Happy and was, was basically a basics line with t-shirts, hoodies, peacoats, leather pieces, um, price points from $60 all the way up to $1,200. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much where it got us. That's awesome. So I, I did a little uh, reading, research, if you will, uh, as I tried to do before I jump into any interview. And I noticed that you have like extensive experience. You've done a lot of work in as a stylist. Can you tell me like about that? Sure. Yeah. So I currently, um, I style, uh, this Australian band called five seconds of summer. Nice. 
as well as them, I also have a few MBA clients that I recently work with um, full-time. Very cool. How, how was that just kind of an extension of the, what you were already doing in fashion, uh, you know, when you were 17, 18? So at the same time that I had started um, that line with my buddy Mason, I um, found a, a buddy who, uh, who's a buddy of mine now, Ugo, who, um, who was into styling. I, I didn't know exactly what he did, but I, I, I saw a lot of his posts that he was, he was working a lot of creative shoots. Yeah. He had really cool clients. So I reached out to him, kind of cold, cold email. And, you know, I reached out and I asked if I could intern with him. So at the same time I was developing that uh, line with Mason, I was also interning um, with Ugo. So for two years I interned for free and I was developing this, this line on the side. Wow. That's crazy. That's quite the resume at a young age. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so how do you think uh, work as a stylist uh, affected your brand now? Or I guess your perception? Was it just more experience, more exposure to different styles? Um, how do you think it, it influenced your, uh, your journey, your, your fashion uh, outlook? Sure. So I think I... Over those two years, um, I learned a lot about clothing in general by just being around clothing, yeah. whether it was, you know, quality, fabric, what pieces I liked and, you know, wanted to recreate, what pieces I didn't like, um, how, how things wash. So whether if it was silk, you know, it's a headache to, to get it dry cleaned or if it's 100% cotton, you know, you just throw it in the wash. Right. I think over, over those two years, I was lucky enough to just work with a lot of high-end clothing and learn about amazing textiles and amazing construction and, and take those pieces that I was inspired by and implement them into the collection that I was developing with my personal line, us by Mason and Noah. Yeah. That's amazing too. It, it, you just kind of got thrown into it, threw yourself into it and learned everything by experience, which is like really cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious first what does Mad Happy mean? Like, what is it about, you know? Sure. So, um, just quick backstory, Mason, uh, so when we were trans, so at the end of Us by Mason and Noah, we were at this standstill where, you know, we, we did make an amazing product line. Yeah. It's just such an expensive operation to run because the price points were so high. Mm. That, you know, we, we wanted to scale it to something easier. Um, so, over the next two months, we were thinking of a name and, you know, one day Mason came up with the name Mad Happy and we both loved it. Yeah. And that we, we, we kind of went for it. So essentially everyone really at this point can have their own interpretation. <laughs> awesome. Of means. But, um, Mad Happy is essentially, you know, an optimistic outlook on life. You know, we're accepting that, you know, there's ups and there's downs in, in, in this life. And if you just accept them and you go with the flow of life that, you will end up living a more optimistic life and be that happy. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. How did, how did, so I guess you, you, you talked about how you and Mason, you had your brand, but it wasn't super scalable. So you created Mad Happy. Uh, that's kind of why, I guess, how did it come about? Was it just kind of one step to another? You know, uh, the us, was it called? It was called uh, Us by Mason and Noah. Was it like a hard jump from that to Mad Happy? So 
funny enough, or not funny enough, just it was actually an easier jump because we were dealing with so many um, production minimums and we were buying all this expensive fabric that once we scaled it to Mad Happy, it was like, oh, it was, it was a sigh of relief as in the fact that we were very focused on the product that we were creating in Mad Happy, which in the beginning was a signature hoodie, t-shirt, and hat. Yeah. We really wanted to laser focus on making those three products the best products available on the market today. Mm. So it ended up being a very smooth and easy transition because the two years prior, we had learned a lot about the industry. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you almost down, like took a step back before you could take multiple steps forward. Uh, like you simplify and then scale, it sounds like. Well said. Awesome. Uh, so I read also that it wasn't just you and Mason this time, but there were, was it four kind of co-founders? How was it starting a company with three other people? Yeah, it's been amazing. So I started the brand with Mason initially, and then my brother and another one of my best friends joined along to really uh, bring the team to a full circle. And, you know, I can't, it's been amazing so far. I mean, I'm working with my brother and two of my best friends, so right. I can't really ask for much more. Yeah, it's amazing. How has it been since, since like the launch? Like what's been the, the, the reception of, of people? Like how's it been? It's definitely been very exciting for us. Um, you know, you're always skeptical of starting. If, if you're ever starting your own venture, you're always skeptical of, you know, the reaction of, you know, the real world. And right. How your, how your brand or your product or anything is going to do um, in the world. But um, it's been super exciting. We're moving along a lot faster than we obviously could have ever imagined. Right. Um, we're, we're 14 months in and we're already, we already have five pop-ups to our, to our resume. So it's been super exciting. We're just trying to catch up with all the, all the, you know, it's a, it's a quick, it's a fast industry. So everything's moving so quickly. We're all juggling so many things, wearing a lot of hats. Yeah. Uh, so definitely adjusting with the speed of the growth that we've seen in the last year or so. Right. That's awesome. And your it sounds like your, your idea to go simpler to scale worked really well. And it sounds like business is a, uh, picking up really quick. It, definitely. So def definitely trying to focus on the e-com and build the e-com up, you know, while um, doing these activation pop-ups, you know, in the summertime and wintertime and uh, making sure we're building our community at the same time. For sure. W would you say that it sounds like you learned a ton before starting this brand? Is there anything that you've learned, you know, throughout the process since the launch of Mad Happy? Definitely. I think a few, few key notes that I would, um, you know, give advice to anyone or even myself, just remind myself is yeah. on a daily basis to remain patient with the process, especially because it's clothing. Yeah. There's a lot of elements that go into it. And, you know, other than that is to, to maybe cliche or not, but just really to stick to your original mission statement of why you started the brand, because a lot of opportunities come up where, you can lose sight of that and, you know, money gets into it and you might want to jump on some cash, but yeah. you know, as long as you stay grounded and, you know, you keep fighting for your mission statement, I think in the longevity of the brand, um, it's most beneficial. Yeah. Would you do anything differently if you could start over or is it kind of no regrets? I think it's definitely a no regrets because, um, there wasn't anything major that we did that I would, um, 
State was a huge mistake. So I think it was definitely no regrets for, for, for that one. That's a great place to be in. Uh, what, what's going on like right now? Like, what are y'all working on? If you're at liberty to say what's next, uh, what's the current state of Mad Happy? And you? Uh, sure. So uh, for Mad Happy, we have, uh, so we currently have a pop-up store in Williamsburg, which is in New York. And other than that, we also have a store here in LA on Melrose Place. Mm. And uh, currently, clothing-wise, we're working on a few summer collections that are going to be released. Um, we're going to have a small capsule in July and then a bigger drop in August. Um, and then we have, in the, in the future, we're going to have um, two um, pop-ups in December with um, undisclosed locations. Sure. Yeah. It sounds, wow. That's like a lot of activity. Uh, very cool. I- I'm curious. So there are... There were four original, there were you and Mason and then added, you know, m- two more. Uh, what is, are you all kind of wearing all of the hats for the business or like, what is, do you have a specific role in the business, uh, in, in the company? So I would definitely say everyone's wearing a lot of hats, but it, it has been, um, spread out a little more than that. So I would say my a brother payment and Josh are day-to-day operations finances and running production. Yeah. Um, and then I'm a little mixed in there with, as far as uh, production and I do all the developing, uh, design of the pop-ups. Um, and then I do all the partnerships and collaborations. And then we have Mason who focuses, you know, solely on the creative. Um, he helps with the designing, does the sort of build outs with me. And I would say he's solely focused on the creative aspect of the business. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I guess with all of that in mind, and I always like to start advice super generally and then, you know, branch off into more specific things. Uh, but if I were to just ask you, you know, for myself or for someone who is looking at Mad Happy and saying, wow, like what they're doing is amazing. I want to start a clothing company. Is there any advice that comes to your mind first when I ask, you know, how do I start? What do I do? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Definitely. Um, so one thing that I always recommend is like I did with Hugo, I, I found, I found someone, the right specific person for exactly what I wanted to do. So, you know, Hugo is a very successful celebrity stylist. Yeah. And, and he's had a clothing line in the past. And I, I found this one person that I really looked up to and I admired and I reached out to him and I interned for him. Yeah. So it's intern for your mentor. It's as easy as that. People overcomplicate it. Shout out the person, you know, you, you see yourself being in the next couple of years. Yeah. That person, if it's the right person, will set you up in the right path for you to become that person. So for you or for me, if it's, you know, if it's Andrew Rosen, who is with theory or whoever it may be for you. Yeah. I'll really reach out to that person, keep reaching out to that person until they answer and go from there. Right. That's amazing advice. Yeah. Be as close to the source as possible. Exactly. Uh, was the, I guess, perceived saturation, especially being in New York and LA, that's kind of the, the two U S headquarters of streetwear uh, in most people's minds. 
Was there any worry like of about the saturation or was it kind of like, you know, as long as we stick to what we believe in, no worries? Uh, how, how was that approached? Yeah, so I mean, for us, right off the bat, um, I don't consider our brand a streetwear company. Gotcha. So that was for one. And then two, it just, uh, we, we really believe in what we're doing. We really believe in our team and our product. So we, we truly feel like there's no competition for us. We're really focused on what we're doing. We don't look outside really much for any inspiration on other brands. And, you know, we, we really believe, again, in our team and our capabilities of, of making this uh, a really big company. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so I'm, like, super curious. Like I said, as I was doing research, could you tell me about your, like, your collab with Colette? And, yeah, let's start with that. Uh, sure. So our collab with Colette was... Um, was amazing. Yeah. So we were in Colette. That was our only retailer that we were in. Um, and only retailer that we've pretty much ever been in. Yeah. And, uh, so we're selling there for about six to seven months. There was Sarah Andelman, who's, uh, one of the founders of Colette is a good friend of ours. And she, so we sold through there. Every time we would drop there, we would sell out within a day or two. And then, you know, we knew, we heard, uh, they made the announcement that their store was closing and, you know, we really admire the Colette brand and the Colette store and you know all of the founders have been to the store many of many, many many times yeah and we wanted to create a classic um minimalistic iconic piece for them and i think um that's what we created in that hoodie with minimal mad happy branding anywhere on it right right so mo- mostly for them but putting your stamp on it because of the relationship exactly right on so like it sounds like you already had a previous relationship is that in your mind a good way to go about collabs like how if you're starting from like ground zero and say you're not in a retail store already uh what is the best way to go about collabs like how would uh like i said someone who's completely new you know has put out maybe a collection or two how do they go about reaching out for a collab um so i think just keeping everything organic in your business is super important so you know we don't, we don't tend to reach out to any of the partners that we collaborate with. Yeah. We end up meeting these people through mutual friends. Um, and if it's someone we really, really admire, we, we just, we just let them know we admire them. You know, we don't, we don't fully reach out and say, Hey, we want to do a collaboration. We, mm. admi- we reach out to them, say, we love what you're doing. Let's stay in touch. Let's go grab coffee. Let's meet. And you know, if the synergies match and it makes sense, then, you know, we might, we might say, Hey, let's do a collaboration or, other times, you know, on a daily basis, we're getting hit up um, for other brands that are reaching out to us and they want to collab with us. So just making sure the synergies are there and really keeping everything organic um, is what I would recommend. Yeah, I love that. And it, feel, it sounds like that, that way you're staying true to your brand all the way. Nothing's being forced. It just kind of happens. Exactly. Love it. So you mentioned uh, you're doing pop-up shops. Um, in New York, LA, and other undisclosed locations. Uh, how does a brand kind of burst into their community? Uh, I live in a super small town, so there there's not many other clothing company brands going on. Like, how do I kind of introduce myself? Or how does someone who's in New York and LA introduce themselves into the you know, already bustling fashion industry. Sure. So another main point that I think 
I've learned and I'm still trying to learn is re- really focusing on your product and, and your brand. Because um, if you know, if you're staying true to yourself and your product and you, you are so confident in your product and you know eventually people are going to notice if you just keep moving forward, progressing your product that you and your team strongly believe in, mm. people are going to notice. It's just, it's just that simple. Um, I, I, the people with the best product in this world are never the ones reaching out and, and, and forcing it onto people. Yeah. Obviously, you're always going to be proud of what you're doing and you're always going to talk about it to everyone as you should. But I think just staying true to your brand and your mission and keep moving forward is how um, you will be recognized. Yeah, for sure. All right. So I, I have no more questions. Do you, any final pieces of advice, any final remarks to the final listener on the other side of the podcast? Yeah, I think, I think honestly, just a few last couple notes that I already uh, mentioned, but want to reiterate is just, if you're really trying to do this and you know, you're trying to do this, I think the most important thing is finding that mentor Mm. and, and learning everything you can from that mentor. And then when the time is ready, asking that mentor to connect you to the right people to help you build this project that you're really eagerly trying to build. Um, always be nice to everyone, stay humble to the mission and just work hard. Obviously. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That is it for this episode of Podcast Sands and Noah. Thank you for hopping on the phone to chat. It means a bunch, and I wish you continued success with Mad Happy. Follow Mad Happy at madhappy.us on Instagram and madhappy.us online. Follow Noah at Noah Raff, that's R-A-F on Instagram as well. All of those links in the show notes as usual at podcastsandsend.com. If you like what you heard, hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, drop a comment. If you are using Anchor, leave a voice message or even ask a question for next week's guest. Keep up with the show at Podcast Sands End on Instagram and podcastsandsend.com. Follow my journey at Real Matt Andre on Instagram and Matt Vlogs on YouTube. Shout out as usual to Benjamin Banger. You are listening to his track, Church. Find a link to his latest album once again at podcastsandsend.com. That is all for now. Stay tuned for next week's episode with who knows who. Uh, so until next time, peace, love, and rock on. Rock on.